Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart O. Equeme. Very quickly turn together with me to Matthew 16, verse 18. Matthew 16, 18, shall we read together as a family on the count of three? I'll be reading from NLT. NLT, thank you. One, two, three, go. Now I say unto you, or to you, that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. I didn't quite hear you read. I know it's a bit cold this morning, but let's read with some passion, vibrancy, and a, 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 a bonus. One, two, three, go again. Now I say unto you that you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ shall be so building an apostolic church. Building an apostolic church. Father, we thank you for the privilege, awesome privilege to be here this hour under this open heavens and beseech you again, my Father, take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongues of this seven son of yours at this hour come to your people on site online with the thus said the Lord. I decrease that Christos, the anointed and his anointed, will arise and be seen. We vow us always to give you alone the praise, the glory and the honor. In Jesus' victorious name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. Anybody said joy to be in church this morning. Said joy to be in church this morning, and you may be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Saint, he goes without belaboring the point that the church is what Jesus is very interested in building upon the face of the earth today. God is very, very interested in building the church, his church. We read in that text that he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail. In this case, will not conquer it. So the intention of God is to build a church that is unstoppable, irresistible, unsurmountable, unhandleable, unfrustratable and for all intents and purposes you and I are part of that church that God is building in this day and this age in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I've said over and over that the church as a matter of fact is the very Noah's ark that God is building in our day in an age such a place that will guarantee safety providence, protection for the people of God that do run into that Noah's Ark. Whilst Noah's Ark had to be built according to template design given by God, parameters, it also was necessary for Noah himself to enter the Ark as it when due. Him, his wife, 
His three sons and their wives, eight of them entered. And then God literally shut the door of the ark. And they were shut in safety. When the world suffered a storm, a billow, a tempest, such as had never been before, these eight men and women were shut into safety. Ayah. Likewise, in the day and age we live in called the last of the last days. Ayah. It has been spoken of prophetically that darkness will cover the earth gross darkness the people you can't change it it's a prophetic word the only thing you can do is ensure you locate a Noah's Ark wherever is being built and be wise to run into it it's only those who run into it will enjoy this kind of safety because there is no place of escape when you read Revelation it was said that as a matter of fact the rich and the wealthy ask for the rocks and the mountain to fall upon them because of the wrath of Almighty God released upon the world as judgment. What am I saying? The church is the place of safety. You can run to Canada. You can run to USA. You can run to England. Listen, a lizard in Abuja cannot become a crocodile in Los Angeles. A lizard in Lagos cannot become, oh my God, can become a crocodile in America. Listen, what you are here, you are there. So it's not about location, it's about finding him. Listen, the Bible declares in Proverbs 18, 10, that the name of the Lord, not your father's name, not your uncle's name, not your business enterprise. Listen, one name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Guess what? Is a strong tower and all they go begin. You have to run into the name. You can't be outside the name and think you're safe. Listen, oh, come up. You must make efforts to run into the name and to run into Noah's Ark. If I were you, I know already, you found a good church where you are logic. And I want to say to you, congratulations, because by the grace of God, this is one of the many acts of Noah, as it were, in this day and age that God is building. Can you thank God I'm in the ark of safety? Look at you. And I said, say it. I'm in the ark of safety. You don't know storms are coming, billows are coming. Nobody can hide. You better find yourself in church. That's a place that is safest on the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is interested in building one thing on the earth today. Not your company. Your company is an offshoot. Not your family. Your family is an offshoot. Not your business is an offshoot. Not even your health is an offshoot. He is interested in building the church. And those who build the church with him, they will be built. I know somebody. You better love the church. You better love the bride of Christ. You better love believers. Listen. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You haven't seen God before. The Bible says, if you don't love your brother whom you've seen, how, no, 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 okay, okay. how dare you lie to yourself? You love God whom you don't see. Why? I am the Jesus you haven't seen. And you are the Jesus I haven't seen. Uh, come about. Hey, you better love the church. God said to Simon Peter in John, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Take care of my sheep. Do you love it? That means what you're going to do for me, you do for my church. The body of Christ. Can you look into the eyes of your neighbor and tell him we are in this together? 
Hallelujah. The church. The church. The church is the answer of Nigeria. I will shout it to the mountaintop continually. The church is the answer of this nation. But the church must get her act together. Move from competition to complementing each other. Move from all kinds of debauchery and all kinds of greed and avarice in the name of get rich quick scheme prosperity and go to loving Jesus. Become more kingdom minded, more Christocentric, the church. Until the church gets her game together, the world will keep on going and Nigeria will struggle. But I believe in this season, I pray that the church will get her act together. Will rise with one voice and say no. No to violence. No to mayhem. No to destruction. Yes to reconstruction. The church. yeah. It's not about majority. No, one vote from El Leon is all anybody needs. The Bible declares, if God be for you, who in the world can, not even Buhari can be against you. If the church will rise in one direction. Somebody said, the church is the answer. You don't know the power you have. Do you know that literally Jesus in heaven is depending on you? To be an expression of his will on the earth. That's why he said to you, the church, pray like this. It's not that God is not all powerful. He's omniscient. He omnipotent. But he says, when you pray, pray like this. Kingdom of God, God. Will of God be done. Why? The church is the answer. The heavens for his throne, the earth for his footstool, and he gave the earth for men to men. Psalm 115 verse 16. He gave you the earth to legislate over. Listen, listen, our voice matters. He said, if my people, not the world, if my people, Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name, if only they will humble themselves, pray, turn from their wicked ways, guess what? I will hear. I will not only hear, but I will forgive. Not only, I will heal their land. The healing of the nation is tied to the posture of the church towards God. The church. May the church get it right. Then we can collectively drive every and any devil out of the shores of Nigeria. The church in Acts of Apostles, they were a governmental church. What the decree literally came to pass as a government. One of the names of the church is an assembly. It's a senate chamber. When the church agrees, if two or you don't know the power you have, if two or three shall agree as touching one matter, heaven ascends with the church is powerful. We're yet to know who we are. The church, the body of Christ. The church. But the church must be built according to heaven's divine pattern to be as powerful as God intended for the church. The church. The church. Jesus or God said he is the builder of the church. I will build my church. Don't try to build the church. Find that from the architect and build according to divine pattern. That's why in the past few days and weeks, you see I've been teaching along with why I'm insistent, I'm desirous that logic amongst other churches will be built according to divine pattern, according to apostolic doctrine. And then the power will rest. And then the glory will rest. 
And then we shall be in the days again that when men are walking, their shadows will be raising the dead. It's not fable. It's a reality. We're in those days. I smell it. I'm touching it. I'm feeling it. I saw a glimpse in Makodi. Oh my God. It was, oh, Shabbat. The church is about to rise. The church. The church. No pushover. No. No. No pushover. No. 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 You can't touch the Lord's anointed. You can't touch his servants. No. You can't. Hallelujah. Shout with me. I am in the church. I am in the newest ark of this day and age in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's only an abridged version. Get the full version. Now I want to read to you Acts 2, 42 to 44. I will run quickly through two things and then we'll be there. Acts 2, 42 to 44. I want to point out to you four key elements of the apostolic church the church began in apostolicity the church must return to apostolicity so the church is built upon the apostles and the prophets it's important and they continued steadfastly oh yeah in the apostles doctrine that word is teaching there's such a thing called the teachings of the apostles and the fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers and fear oh boy I told you came upon every soul and many wonders not some wonders oh, many wonders and the signs were done by the apostles and all that believed were together and had all things come on. There are four elements in this scripture. I want to point out very quickly. Number one, please write. Apostles doctrine or teaching. Number one, teaching. Very key. If the church must return to the church that carries power and glory. Apostles teaching. The body of Christ must be taught. Number two. There was fellowship amongst the brethren. There was intimacy with one another. So teaching and then fellowship. Intimacy with one another. Please write. Write, write, write. Number three. The breaking of bread. They constantly celebrated the Lord's table in their houses but also in their synagogues, in corporate meetings. Communion was regular. The breaking of bread. Very powerful ordinance. Number four, they engage in consistent prayers. So four elements should be found in a church that is called apostolic. Teaching, sound teaching, fellowship, the love of Christ, breaking bread, communion, and prayers now please write down seven pillars of an apostolic church seven pillars of an apostolic church these are things you want to look out for in a church that is called apostolic I want to trust the Lord that these seven 
in their various levels and degrees are found here and by God's grace in the passage of time will be found here if they are not found here. Number one pillar is the apostolic church is a going church. Write down. Write down. Don't look at me. Write down. A going church. G-O-I-N-G. Going church. What do I mean? It's a church that must be emphatic on evangelism to go to go the church doesn't wait for them to come go mark 16 15 to 18 you know it and he said unto them go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he that believeth that is baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be damned and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So it's a going church. The number one business of the church is evangelism. Saints individually be a witness indeed. Church corporately we must be a witness in church. Make it a custom to invite people to the Lord and to the house of the Lord. It's not enough to be saved and to be heaven bound. What about your uncle, your auntie, your friend, your family, your colleagues? Something shall rise within you to make you a witness. A going church. Number two. Key. Is a growing church. Go and grow. Go and grow. What I mean by growing is, is a church that emphasizes spiritual growth. Discipleship. It's not enough to come as you are. You must be willing to change to become Christ-like. Come as you are is a good catchphrase. But don't stay as you are. Change. You must embrace the teachings to change you. Let your life be transformed. Bible declares in Ephesians 4.13 Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God and unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So we must be walking and living towards maturing to fullness of Christ. Going, growing. And in this church, by God's grace, we have what is called the gear system. We emphasize growth. Gather, equip, Activate and release. We believe in growth. Number three, key of an apostolic church, or pillar if you call it like it, it is also a groaning, groaning church. What do I mean? It's a church that is emphatic on prayer. Prayer is a big deal. So when you shy away from prayer, 5 a.m., GBP, 12 noon, the watch is round the clock. <laughs> You're not quite there. Ask the Lord to help you make prayer a delight. There's a discipline of prayer and then there's now the delight of prayer. It begins with a desire. Lord, help me to desire to commune with you. A praying church. Acts 1.14 says, These all continued. Not just once and for all. They continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. Luke 18, 1. Men ought to pray always and not faint. So the recipe of the answer to failing or fainting is praying always. Declare with me, I will pray always. 
And the church, in case you don't know, is in the middle, not middle yet, but we're in the season of fasting and prayer, 14 days. Latch on, connect, connect. Don't lament in October, November, December because you failed to engage. Connect. Number four, pillar, is a bonding church. What I mean by bonding is a church that is emphatic on fellowship. This house is very emphatic on the love of God. When the church began many years ago, uh, we began what is called a love attack. That simply means everybody was trying to outdo themselves in showing the love of God. While we began there, we must go beyond that. We must add to it. Let's increase in our love one for another. Willingness to sacrifice for each other. Bible says, if Jesus laid down his life for us, we also, Kaduba, should lay down our lives one for another. That means preferring each other in love. Don't be content with me, myself, and I. All you want is your breakthrough, your lifting. No, no. Somebody's breakthrough must give you joy. Somebody's lifting is my lifting. When God lifts you, when you testify, that's my joy. When God lifts me, don't be angry, celebrate. Because it's a show that our God is in the neighborhood. Hello, somebody. Every testimony is a reminder that brand of product is still available in the quarters of heaven. Praise God. What God does for one, he does for all. What God says to one, he says to another. Hello, God is in our neighborhood. The God of who? The God of signs and wonders. And I believe somebody, under the sound of my voice this morning, you are going to be literally a sign and a wonder to your generation. Listen, it's one thing to, to have a testimony. It's one thing for your life to be a testament. May your life be a testament that points people to Jesus. They look at you and see the goodness of God all over you. You're walking in health, in vigor, vitality. Say, hey, come and see. Hallelujah. Your marriage is so peaceful. Come and see. Your career is joyful, peaceful. Come and your health is sound. Come and see. May God make you a signpost to him this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. A going church, a growing church, a praying church, and a bonding church. Hallelujah. It's a place where those who have been in solitary should find family. Those who never knew what it means to have a father because their father died early. They were born orphans. When they come to church, they ought to be a semblance of true fatherhood. Hello, somebody. Brothers, sisters, look out for somebody to play the role of a big brother, a coach, a father, a mother. Why? This is family. This is a bonding church. It said that blood is thicker than water. But guess what? Spirit is thicker than blood. For those who are born again, listen, for all intents and purposes, you are likely closer to me at heart than many of my relatives of the same blood I wipe. They don't know Christ. So blood is thick. We commend it. But spirit is thicker. Can you tell them we're in this together? Hallelujah. It's a bonding church. Number five. It is a preparing place. <laughs> what odds will your building called the prepared place? Because the apostolic church is a place for preparation. For what exactly? Well, to prepare, to win in this life, to be all God called you to do. That's true. But ultimately also, it's a place, my God, to prepare you to meet Jesus. 
if you're not prepared when he shows up in the skies oh my god my god my god you had yourself in shame and disgrace uh, the role and the assignment of the ministry of john the baptist the role of elijah is what to prepare the church for the coming of messiah what is the ministry? It's found in Isaiah 40. He said, a voice crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way. Oh, what is the Let the mountains be leveled, valleys filled, rough pathways. Why? He's coming. Tell your neighbor, he's coming. Be prepared. Don't just be preparing. Live ready. Live ready to fly anytime. Live with eternity in view preparation place number six pillar the apostolic church is a warring church it's a warring church it's a church that understands the need for spiritual battle why there is an adversary he's called the adversary of the believers it's not just your witch in the village that's your enemy no your real enemy is satan the adversary he's the accuser of the brethren so the church understands we're in war. But the beauty is, this war is a settled war. Kandabaga. Oh, Yakaga. At last we win. My God. I don't know what battles you've been facing concerning your health, your marital destiny, delaying, having your baby. Listen, listen. Ultimately, you are going to win. The Bible declares in 2 Corinthians 2.14, Now, thanks be unto God who always not sometimes maybe it always causes you to triumph this will turn for a testimony for you your amen sounds like it is right amen i said this will turn for a testimony for you shout a victorious amen we win always it's a war in church number seven all right to pray he said, send in church. It sends. It sends. It releases men and women into their destinies. It's a sending church. It was said in Acts 13, and I read to you, you're hearing. Verse 2 and 3. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, <laughs> the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas, and saw for the work whereunto I have called them. <laughs> and when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. The apostolic church is a sending church. The strength and the measure of the church, listen carefully, is not in the seating capacity. Churches pride themselves, oh, we're 1,000, we're 2,000, we're three, we're four, we're five. But the question is, what exactly is your sending capacity? Hmm. How many amongst the thousands have been discipled? They've grown, they've been gathered, they've been equipped, they've been activated, and now they are releasable to the world. Seating capacity is commendable, but more commendable is sending capacity. In recent times, in the past few weeks and months, somehow or the other, I don't know how it is, people have just been moving from logic 
to London, to Canada, here and there. I said, oh my God. But I remember he told us about the gear system many years ago. So as a father whose daughter is getting married, your, 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 your feeling that you're going to miss your girl. You, you can't have her all the time in your house, do what you want to do, but, but you know, you're also joyful that your daughter is going to begin a new life. So whilst we may miss our brethren, of course we should, who are going to place because they are being sent. We know also that God has sent them to those cities and those nations for such a time as this. I know that Roger London is brewing. Why? There are men and women there. I know Roger Toronto is cheering. Why? There are men and there are women there. Just like Roger McCordy. I know Roger Houston is brewing. Why? There are men and women there. Roger Oweri, Roger Podaka, Roger Kennedy, Roger just rise on your feet and say, Lord, send me. Lift your voice. One minute, send me, oh God. Here I am. Send me, oh God. Send me, oh God. Send me, oh God. Pray that prayer for 10 seconds. Send me, oh God. Oh, who shall we send? The Bible says. Isaiah says, send me. Oh, nama, 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 nama. On your divine mission, assignment, errand. Send me. Send us. Send us. Send us into the nations. We know about it. Send us. Send us. Send us. Send us. Father, send us. As the MPs to reform that organization. Oh, yes. You won't go in the way of others. No. You are a catalyst in our education sector. <laughs> A change agent is rising in oil and gas in the health sector from this house. Send me, send me, send me. No, 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 no. You're not going to add the corruption. No, you're standing out as a man of integrity, as a man of character. No, send me, oh God. As Shakataba, as salt and light, send me. In the name of Jesus, our Father and our God will lift our hands and our hearts and bless you. For the open heavens we are already enjoying this morning. Kadubana. We are grateful for the angels that are ascending and descending. We beseech you again. Let the heavens be even wider. We thank you for what you are doing and what you yet do from this hour. In the name of the Lord, we vow to give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.